This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Jared Freed. It is so good to be here, Jordana. This thing keeps growing and growing. I know, it's amazing. It's crazy. We love getting your tweets, your DMs, your Facebook stuff. Every time you post about this show, it feels amazing because you're helping it grow into what it can be. I could see it. I could see it on billboards. I could see it everywhere. Everywhere. So keep... Sweeping the nation. Sweeping this nation. Tell a friend. Tell a, fr- a co-worker, a friend, your pledge brother, your pledge sister, uh, your sorority sister, your fraternity brother, anyone you work with. They'll love this show. Yeah. Make it your Instagram story. That's a non-invasive way to tell people. Um, and also, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. What Are you I- still celebrating Halloween? Um, I, th- I like am more into... It's kind of like with like the Christmas time kind of shit. It's like I feel like it's more about like the the build up to the actual thing. Sure. Than the actual celebration well, of the event on the day. Also, this Halloween being on a it's on a Wednesday, right? Yeah. It's on the release of this podcast. Yeah. There's not going to be a ton day. going on on a Wednesday. Well, what sucks about it is you have to dress. You know, no one's on the same page for is when to dress up. Is it after? Is the weekend before? Yeah, exactly. Do you usually dress up? Always. What were you last year? Um, what was that? A lion. Oh. Oh, like for <laughs> for the show? Like where did you go with that costume? Like a On party? stage. Okay. I did. I, every year I dress up as something a kindergartner could recognize. Okay. To me, that's a fun costume. You're not trying to be like the clever guy? No, 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 no. I don't try and outsmart the room because I'm not that smart. Right. I was a lion this year. It's on my Instagram. Okay. Lion. And then I always go on stage because I always want to, because I think it's funny Okay. to go on stage and be like a lion that's like dating. <laughs> like okay. A lion on the like, prowl? Yeah. A lion Fun. on the prowl. Yeah. Just, no, no, no. But like I, what I mean is like a lion on stage being like, oh, and my family. <laughs> like like on stage doing right. like a stand-up bit as a lion to okay. me that is that being adds some humor yeah it's like stupid right the year before that i was a squirrel okay the That's year before that i was uh a peapod a peapod okay yeah i feel like you're all costumes that my like sister dresses up her infants in exactly right this is the it's whole point. My, like my ne- my niece and nephew have been uh, all of those things. Yeah. <laughs> because a kindergartner yeah. could look at me and go, Peapot. Right. And I'll yeah. smile and I'll laugh and the kid will laugh and then I go on my way. Or, yeah. Does your mom take pictures and call we you take adorable? pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She tells, tells me I'm handsome. Right. It's a good night. Nice. But I do like going on stage as a Peapot and being like, Do you have a joke? The government, okay. man. <laughs> You right. know, like, Gets people to talk about serious topics yeah. while in the costume. A peapod. What are you right. gonna dress as? I don't know. I have to convince my boyfriend to do a couple's costume. Yeah, really? I was, Is that a big deal to you? And it's not a big deal to me. I've we've been we didn't do anything last year, but I feel like that I've always wanted to do that. 
Have you? Kinda. I think it every sounds, girl. It seems like really fun. This is what bothers me. This is such it's like a bullshit. chance to get creative. And no, it's also a chance like, to wrap your arms around the guy and go, "He's mine." Really? Every couple's costume that's never been the dude that goes, "You know what we should do?" What if it's really funny? It's never funny. I've never seen a funny co- couple's costume. I've never been like, oh my God, what if I'm Jack the- Sparrow and his wench. What if I'm the pea and he's the pod? <laughs> well, <laughs> logistically, that's tough. You're going to wrap yourself. <laughs> you're gonna, no, like, be on top I would, of each other I would all never night. be a pea. It's not slutty enough. Slutty uh, pea? Yeah. <laughs> Sexy pea. Um, yeah, I haven't really gotten like fully into the dressing up game since like a little after college. What did you do in college? I was a slutty leprechaun. I was slutty Pocahontas. Slutty um, leprechaun? Yeah. That was a fun one. <laughs> Come and get your pot of gold. It was good. And then Come and get your pot of pussy. But I drank too much that night <laughs> and I, I fell asleep in the bar just as a slutty <laughs> le- leprechaun. So you were just Irish. The- <laughs> <laughs> I was that going as, a, as an Irish As an girl. Irish girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I... I no offense to Irish people, big fans. Well, you know the fucking yeah. stereotypes. <laughs> so I, I, uh, the I've been up in college. I did porn star, where mm. I was like in jean shorts with a mustache. Okay. One time, the girls like that. Someone's mom. I remember coming out to me, being like, like being like into it. Okay. I feel I like, like porn porn star guy is just like seventies guy. Yeah, seventies guy. Yeah. Everyone in the se- every man in the seventies looked like he was about to film. A porn yeah, I've video. evolved into an older man dressing as kids. Things. Did you ever hook up on Halloween? Yeah, big hookup night. Yeah, big hookup night. You um, know, you know what it is. I think it's just that night where you can't be judged. Like right. you fell asleep at the bar. Yeah, you and just you openly gotta... say, "I fell asleep dressed as a as, as a, a slutty leprechaun,", leprechaun. Yeah. and you say it with a smile on your face. But it was if you a fun were like, night. I remember it fondly. Yeah, and if it happened on Tuesday last week, you'd be like, "I got a problem. I'm not going to talk. To- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to talk about this. Yeah, we can't get into it. I got to get my shit together. Yeah, no, because it's a, it's also like a kind of night that I feel like you kind of have to drink a little more, and it's excused because you're dr- you kind of look ridiculous, sure. even though everyone does. But you're just kind of like, you know, th- there's confidence in your costume, and then there's like, am I actually going outside of my home? Am dress I doing like this? this right, right now? Yeah, yeah. I need to. I might need to ha- an extra drink tonight. This is why the the, the kindergarten one has served me well. Yeah. We were just talking about good good nights to hook up. Um, Halloween, great Valentine's night to hook up. Day, great night to hook up. I'm sure. Wow, well, yeah, Valentine's yeah. Day is good night to go out. If you're the most fun person out on Valentine's Day, you attract single people that are like, "Fuck this day, we don't need it," and then you fuck. We don't need a man. Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving Eve. What about? And you said actual Thanksgiving. Actual Thanksgiving can be good. Because you saw people on Thanksgiving Eve and then you text the people you saw on Thanksgiving Eve after you've went to bed at four, right. you wake up at 10, you go, are you out? Are we going to drink? And you have that like, you have that night of drinking that you never expected. Mm-hmm. So that creates adventure. What's the worst night of the year to, to I was trying to, to think of this. The worst night of the year to hook up. I don't even like, uh, there is no bad night. There's never a bad <laughs> night. Um, I, I have a joke that I wanted to say and I can't say it. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm, so we, many, we can't go for the bad ones no, without offending someone. So I let's mean, we just already pass. lost all our Irish listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, stay. I love the accent. Irish accent's hot. 
Is it? I like any Engli- on a man. Conor McGregor, you're in. I like any English-based accent that's not American. This is why I need to leave the country because it's like I yeah. want to. I don't be... like like a French accent or anything like really? anything that I don't like any accent that's not like that's a different language trying to speak English. Well, I have a comic. I have a comic that's coming in that we're gonna have on the show soon. Oh, is he? Where is he? And from? he's French. Oh, he's French. Yeah, and I he's won't got tell that him. accent. And he yeah. has a way with ladies that I've never seen. Unlike I don't anything know, I've, I've never, never seen. been into the the foreign the foreign accent that's not English based. I like an Australian accent. I like a British really? accent. I like an Irish accent. I like I, a Scottish accent. See, I always wondered if it worked reverse because mm-hmm. I'm just some dumpy northeast accent. You know, like if you went to the UK, would you w- be? Like would I be? Yeah, would I be? The I think you leprechaun- might. I think it gives you like a little bit of an exotic. Does it? It's just like exotic. Anything that's like not what you're used to is like a little bit of an exotic thing. Our Australian listeners are, and our English listeners, write in. Let us know, UUP at Petrus.com, if the male, like, I wonder if the female or male, Engl- you know, American accent. Right. I mean, there's something about a British accent. It just sounds smarter. It smells, yeah. sounds more eloquent. Always smarter. Yeah. Doesn't matter how dumb they are. I know. They could be saying, and you ever hear these little kids? They always sound like they're like. Hello. Geniuses. Hello, Gavna. Is that <laughs> what it sounds like? I think it's more like mommy, like <coughs> a spot of tea or something. Yeah. Like it just sounds like eloquent, even if they're just like <laughs> they could say anything. Nothing, right? They could say anything. Right. Should I take out the trash? Yeah. <laughs> the loo. Can I'm going to the loo, mom. <laughs> yeah, the loo. I have a great. I have a great accent, as you can tell. I'm trying to think of the most disgusting thing I would say. I just farted. <laughs> Like yeah, that, that did sound good. It sounds nice. I shit my pants. I want to adopt a British baby. A British oh, baby. Oh, that wouldn't work. I'd have to adopt a British child that's already di- you need, yeah, dialogued you, you in. You'd need yeah. Oliver Twist. Yeah, I need like a 12-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need an orphan. More! Please, Mom, can I have <laughs> some more? Um, anyway, so... Let's talk about some stuff. Let's talk about some stuff. If you haven't pre-ordered our Betch's third book, When's Happy Hour, please... Pre-order it now. Go to Betches.co slash WHH. Sorry, not pre-order. Regular order because it's out and you can get it right now if you want to. Get the book. Get it. It's fantastic. It's going to be great. It's a very, it's just like this podcast except for it's about careers. You'll get a laugh. You'll learn something. It'll be great. Jared, what do you have coming up? I'm going to be in San Francisco, November 13th and 14th at the Punchline. And then at the Punchline in Sacramento on the 15th. Come, 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 come. It's going to be amazing. Um, okay, so we read this article. It, right now, it's probably about a little bit three weeks, a month old. Um, it was in The Cut. Yes. What is that website? The Cut is like the, it's like, it's a division of The New Yorker, I believe. Okay. Or New York Magazine. I forget which one. I think it's The New Yorker. Um, and it's aim- it's basically like their female, it's their site like specifically for females. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's like aimed at, at the female demographic okay so we were sent this article do you remember what it's called i have it right in front of me okay it it's, was called the title? dating without texting is the absolute best by clara archwager that was very good pronunciation if that's correct if it's right yeah archwager <laughs> sounds Archschwager. like it's, it's just nuanced enough to be correct yeah um what did you think of this article dating without texting repeat the title dating without texting is the absolute best right i read that article i i thought the way it was uh, was written was a little i agreed with you and you said this to me when we were discussing it like a little sex like i think i'm carrie bradshaw ish yeah yeah, yeah. it was a little too romanticized Right. right it was a little too romanticized but on the pure practical matter 
I actually really like that. I don't sure. know about the very beginning of dating. I think I've mentioned this before. So my my, my boyfriend and I, we don't really like text a ton throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both working. We've got other stuff. And I find it like, like, right, unless you have something to say or something really funny kind of happens in the moment. I don't really like it. I much, we, we usually do is we'll just talk on the, we'll FaceTime like on the nights that I don't see him like 20 minutes. Yeah. Just like go over our day talk to each other and i really like it i prefer it so much more to texting i feel like i get it's like a much more intimate real thing and i i get to like find out about anything interesting that happened is there with also with some color the tone of his voice you're hearing i mean you know what's interesting The, the what you're saying is absolutely correct as far as like it's the reason podcasts are a great medium Right, you get like a real conversation out of it instead of kind of just like well, people open don't to interpretation. People mostly get in trouble as as far as comedians are concerned. The people get in trouble for tweets more than they do for what they say on podcasts in general. So really? we, you know, we made the oh, joke about sense. the right. Irish, whatever. It's not, like, right, it's you can hard, hear. Well, it's harder to spread. Well, it's harder to spread, but it's also harder. You take there's no tone. Mm-hmm. So the tone right. in a tweet, you could read that as as literally someone coming after you. Mm-hmm. In a podcast, you hear people hem and haw and say that they're you know eh, we're just joking. you know like yeah. you hear the tone in their voice that isn't angry. It's not as open to interpretation. No, you right. you oh listen to the context of where this is being said. Right. You know, so with a phone call, like I think this article, like the idea of it makes more sense because what you're saying, mm-hmm. you're here. We can get this. We get to, you know, she says at the end, it comes to the conclusion that we have to miss each other more. Right. Totally yeah, agree. that's nice, right. That's when very I, nice. Yeah, I think when you're in a relationship, I feel like that, because there's so many ways to communicate with people, you and you see that person a lot already because you're in a relationship with them, there becomes like this element of like constant contact and there's no sense of, I don't know what you're doing all hours of the day. Oh, no, right. And I've like, dated girls where I we like get together and I go, I know everything. We don't even have to talk about anything. Right. Well, sometimes when you have like, when someone texting sometimes replaces, like you think you're on. Also, I think in the beginning of dating, you could have a really good text conversation. It makes you think things are going better than they actually are. Absolutely. You get to write your own script. Right. That's it. I mean, you sit there and think of how you want yeah. to sound. In real life, you can't be like, okay, you just said that. Now let me like think of something really clever and witty. Exactly. And let me go Google said. the joke. Right. Yeah. yeah. You have to just like be who you are. Yeah. I think it, I think we all, everything's good in moderation. I mean, like that's been said forever, but it's also the truth for texting. What I didn't like about this article is how it starts out because it creates a an imaginary view of, of how things should go. Right. Where she writes, on our third date, he proposed something unexpected. Can we not text? We're sitting on the floor of his living room on the first warm nights of spring. Plates of grilled <laughs> chicken thighs, Greek salad, buttery pita. Like buttery pita. Buttery pita. Get out of here. I, and so I appreciate romantic. the girl writing this and I appreciate the, the, the writer of this article. But the idea that if I had, if it were me on, a, on the floor, mm-hmm. some New York City apartment with a buttery pita, and I go, can we not text? That's be- <laughs> <laughs> if you said, can we not, it'd be like, because like you were just, the that's, texting wasn't going well and you were just irritated. Yeah. The yeah. Magi- that's a magician. It wouldn't trick. be like a romantic. No. Right. It's how do I make my life easier? Right. This chick won't shut the fuck up over text. I got to keep going with it. It's me going with the right hand. Let's not text and making a romantic when the left hand, I'm doing something sinister. 
You think he's definitely doing something sinister? I don't think definitely, but I think the idea of like, hey, let's play this fun game. <laughs> where it's like, why don't you just text Lex and not have and have um, a little more confidence that when someone doesn't get back to you, maybe they're just like going to get back to you later. Or someone gets, doesn't get back to you and you didn't get the answer you want, you say, hey, what's going on tonight? Are we getting together? Right. I think a lot of people, this is like done in place of the fear of being rejected. Right. Or the fear of the middle ground of the unknown. Yeah. Which is something that that is very hard to get rid of. Here's the thing. If you're agreeing to speak to someone on the phone, you already really like them. Sure. I'm not saying yes to that with a guy I'm in the middle of. I mean, I'm like in the feeling not sure of, or sure. Like not all in or not like whatever. If someone wanted to suggested like, like frequently spe- like calling me before we were actually dating and I wasn't, and I wasn't that into them yet. Yeah. I'd be like, no, I don't want to fucking call you. Like that's like too big of a commitment. Sure. I mean, I, you have to already be kind of into someone to agree to this. Some of this just bothers me because it becomes someone's like they're writing their own fucking rom-com right? where it's like, like I've had girls call me and they go, I'm a caller. And it's like, okay, I'll talk right. to you on the well, phone. Well, what if I'm not a caller? It well, has yeah, to be yeah. like, it has to make sense for, for, for whatever form of, like we were just talking about in the last episode with the girl with the guy sure. who wasn't texting back. It's like, you're entitled to your own preferences. That doesn't mean that that's like the right way to do things. Or that means, doesn't that the other person thinks that too? If you find someone who's on the same page as you, who sure. thinks that's a great idea, that's great. It doesn't mean like this is better or this is worse. It just means like this works for both of us. Or it doesn't mean that they're more in. Right. Like, if I'm texting with someone all day, I could text with a lot of people all day. Right. If I take the phone call, I could have a good phone call with a lot of people. Do you, I, do you, would you? I could get through it. I think a phone call seems more like intimate. <clears throat> it's like you can only go on so many dates. You can only go on, you can only take so many phone calls. Yeah. But it has to be the right time. Like I have people I call all the time and like when they call, like I was out um, the other night and I got to call my phone. I literally go, I was out, I was at a show. I'm sitting there waiting to go on. And I see the call on my phone is from a good friend of mine. I go, and I literally said out loud, I go, I am not picking this up right now. Okay. And then two minutes later, I feel a hand on my shoulder and it's him. And I'm like, did oh my. Did you reject the call? <laughs> he knew I did. Yeah. Because I'm literally with my phone in my hand when he right. comes up to me. And that's a friend. That's a good friend. Yeah. But I also wasn't in the headspace. To talk right now. Yeah, there's definitely different moods for different people. There's nothing worse than being on the phone with someone who wants to speak to you and you are not in the phone mood. Yeah, but this is the thing. This is all gray. Yeah. So like for this guy... He's trying to make it less gray. I mean, I appreciate the like well, desire. And he's doing it for either his confidence to make it easier for him to cheat. <laughs> you know, like, By not to... Oh, you like, really... I didn't even go there. Wow. No, I'm just Men saying. Dark. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying the line. Can we not text? Where she's like, ooh. Well, they had an issue. I with guess the this texting is, where something was like misinterpreted. Yeah, or that's what she didn't answer for a while. And to me, that was him being not confident. Yeah, but I mean, that's mm. him being a little vulnerable. Like it makes me. I get that's a little okay. Anxi- I get a little anxious when when people don't text me back for a day. That's fine, fine but <laughs> know you're, you're dealing with. That's fair. What's that's the next fair. thing gonna be? 
You know, where does this end? What? I know people have needs. Like not everyone. Yeah, but when do you become like okay with the relationship? You know, when does it? I think when you're when you feel like when the person agrees to call you. (laughs) Well, then it's the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Yeah. Do you feel like millennials have like a fear of the phone though? A little bit. No, I think we have a fear of the phone not happening on our own time. If you were dating a girl and she asked you to call her, would you be fine with that? Yeah, if I had the energy and the time and the and the headspace. Right. I think in the age of doing thirty things at once. You're like when I'm on a call, I want to be on right. the call. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I prefer a call to like to like pseudo re- reading a text message and like having to either if I'm in the beginning of a relationship having to like actually really think through all the things that I'm typing or um But we also have to have the confidence for relationships to progress. So she the, in this article they talk about how the constant texting in the beginning is like so much that we don't we're meeting each other too soon, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. But there is that flutter in the beginning. And then you start getting into like a real thing with them. And then it's like, oh, hey, I was doing this. I just got back to you. And then, it's, hey, let me call you because I'm going to be on the road. Right. You know, like. Well, it, once you're secure with someone's of like how someone feels about you, then. Then all this stuff doesn't none, matter. None of that shit matters anyway. Yeah. yeah. So like him being like, let's play a game. And it's like, okay. <laughs> let's play a game. You give me the exact amount of tension that I want when yeah. exactly when I want it. And so I and, feel confident right. and don't have to think of whether you like me I or not. I respect asking for what you want. Like if that's like something that he knows is going to bother him, he's trying to make it a little easier for himself. Like sure. He could he threw it out there. She seemed kind of into it. She could also have the right to be like, nah, that doesn't really work for me. Yeah. In which case, like either one, they're not a match or two, like he will have to deal with feeling uncomfortable for a little bit yeah i mean relationship anxiety is never going to go away like that's not like a like a human problem that we can really but this is my point so they had come to this fucking agreement that like okay we'll make the next date at the date can you imagine that's annoying that's what this is what i'm saying like they to play this fun game right they they had to be like it's like scheduling sex yeah yeah it made it no there's romantic to not knowing right there's a there's a romance to mystery as well there's like um an eroticism to that i'm reading a book actually um for the podcast for this podcast that i'm you're gonna explain i would like to discuss either next time or the time after that it's called a state of affairs okay and it's about um i haven't finished it yet so i don't want to fully get into it it's about why people cheat and just sort of a more nuanced discussion about like you know just like how how infidelity has been around forever and what makes someone more likely to do it and yeah. what who the happiest co- and, and what it says is like the couples with the best sex life there's a little mystery like they don't know what they're all, what the other person's up to all the time sure because having that knowledge being this like we're one person and we know everything about each other we're constantly in contact takes away like an eroticism of yeah. like of like I'm me and this person is them and we're like it's like se- it's like not as sexy to be like constantly in contact with the sure. person that you're seeing. I mean that that's but more on that uh later. Later. Yeah. <laughs> but I I think that's this whole conversation is like a lot of these dating things like in the, why this podcast exists is that there's no black or white answer. It's always a little bit in the gray. You're always going to be left wondering a little bit. Right. And it's about, you know, you can't drive someone else's ship. You have to drive your own ship. You have to be in charge of your own confidence. Know where your confidence right. lacks. Like, I know where I lack. I know where I feel not great. So I have to admit to those things and account for them. Right. And then be okay with saying to someone, hey, um, 
I haven't heard from you a couple days. Do you still want to get together next Tuesday? Yeah. In order to date. Here you know. That guy sounds a little bit like a control freak. And in yeah. order to date, you kind of have to accept that you don't have control all the time. You exactly. can't get a response exactly when you want to. Although, again, I think, and I wasn't doing this in the beginning of my relationship. It took a while to like breach that comfort level. I do think the general idea of having a more intimate phone conversation rather than like several texts is nice. But I think, again, it's all... There's no right or wrong answer for when that has to it's be. It's somewhere in the middle. Right. And if you're wondering, if you're like, that's why going back to last episode with the girl that like needed all the texts, like, or needed a good texter, like, but what do you, what does that get you? Peace of mind. I. You feel like at ease. Some people, especially. Now I, be the, I would be Especially exhausted. if you're an anxious attachment style. I would be exhausted yeah. if I was that guy, that girl's boyfriend. The girl who, who's, who wants. You and want, I'd be exhausted you if I was to be texted. I'd be exhausted if I was this girl who the guy was like, "Let's have a date set up every you know the on the third of every month." And part of being in a relationship is kind of dealing with it, with other, the other person's like weirdness or shit or like things that bother them. Sure. Right? So like everyone's gonna have their. You can't find a person who's just like completely carefree, has no real needs, and doesn't want any anything. I'm not it. saying you're looking for that, but I'm saying in the beginning of a relationship. You're supposed to have fun together. Right. And it's supposed to be, this is supposed to be a fun meeting where you're getting to know each other in a fun and light way because you have the rest of your life to be heavy. Like life about fucking being heavy. sucks. It's about these people get like very anxious. I but, think a lot of these you, people. But you're immediately making someone else the janitor of your emotions. I agree and I don't agree, but it's all, it's also like if you give a shit about someone, eventually you might change your behavior to make them happier. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. It's the general idea. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think date three to go right but also yeah. i'm freaking the fuck out right day three, well, i need my text day three, you have to deal but also if that person isn't texting you in a timely fashion and that's something that's important to you you should say something because if they're not willing to budge if that's who they are yeah. and that's they don't get, get like maybe that's not the guy or girl right that's what i'm saying it's a, you have the right to like prefer any kind of texting style or but anything that's my else. point with this dude he's, he's created this world where she's not even meeting the real him she's not even meeting the real anxieties that he has well, he, he well he should instead of saying right instead of yeah. saying I have this fun little idea like let's let's not text. he should be like I'm freaking the fuck he out he should just be like you're right he should be honest but like it gives me you know what like and that's not <laughs> as good for a story it's also no. sound isn't great for an opener but he should just be like gives me a shit ton of anxiety when I text you yeah. and you don't answer me for a day like I'm just sitting there going completely crazy like is it possible for you to just kind of agree to text me yeah back quicker or if not we could just do phone calls and that would also make me feel at ease yeah sorry Clara if that ruins the tzatziki. <laughs> 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 but, but I'm freaking the fuck out. Right, that's a more honest Pass answer. The hummus. Yeah, he's trying to do it in a way that makes him sound like a little bit less like a loser. But I get it. I'm anyone who wants to eat on the floor is a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, chairs eating are, on the floor. Chairs are one of the best inventions of all time. That's why it was invented. Yeah. I gotta eat. What do you think of people who eat Chinese food, but like out of the box with like chopsticks? Because they don't have any clean plates? It's because they want to be cute. Like Oh, yeah. As a matter of like cuteness, no. I'm, I'll sometimes do that just because I don't like want to get up and get a real plate. If anyone out there <laughs> listens to this podcast that eats out of the... You don't like people who just eat for any reason at all? If Those things are person, meant to be eaten out of. No, 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 no. no. This is, people are doing this for fucking Instagram. Oh, if you're taking a picture of it, then like kill yourself. Yeah. But if you're not... <laughs> 
if, they're, if you're doing it because like it's in front of you and it's conven- more convenient to eat it like that. If I ever dated a girl and I got Chinese food, she was like, oh, you get your thing. I'll get my thing. And then we'll uh, use chopsticks. And I'll be like, what the fuck? I'll be like, we're over. I don't even understand what the issue here is. The issue is when you get Chinese food, you have to share you get everything? 700 things and you share everything. Right. And if you eat it out of the carton with chopsticks, you're not being the real you. Why can't you eat it out of the carton? It's easier that way. Forks were invented for this reason. No chopsticks? No. Why not? I'm out on chopsticks. Oh, that's your deal breaker? That's my deal breaker. That's, that's, that's like deal the breaker. girl with the new balance shoes. That's, Done. That's crazy. If you use chopsticks to eat Chinese food and you're not shoveling it in your mouth like a horse, okay. I'm out. I literally just did that on Sunday, <laughs> so I guess that's never going to work. Well, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some emails. All right, let's do our weird sexual encounter of the week. UUP at Betches.com. Hey, 
Dear Jared and Jordana, love the podcast. You guys are hysterical, as I'm sure you already know. Aww. I got my best friend who lives halfway across the country hooked as well, and I love discussing the episodes with her, so you guys give us yet another reason to bond. Thanks for that. See, we're bringing people together. You guys should call each other and talk about it. <laughs> anyway. You're welks. Right to it, because I'm itching to know about a past weird sexual encounter that I can't stop thinking about, and not in the good way. This one time when my ex-boyfriend and I were starting to hook up, he took my shirt off and pulled my bra down to which he ravenously looked at my boobs and said, Mmm, I'm hungry. Give me some milk <laughs> before diving in to suck on them. Not for that long... Not for that long before moving along, but that's besides the point. Is this weird? Because in that moment, I couldn't, I could have lost my lady boner, couldn't have lost my lady boner any faster. I'm all for some good dirty talk, but this specific sentence made me cringe and feel like I was suddenly a cow getting milked or that he was displaying some childhood issues. Is it a mommy issue thing? A weird Freudian thing? Is this a common thing amongst men and I'm the only one who got completely turned off? Please help. I'd love to know your thoughts. Thanks in advance. The unamused... On a moose. On a Have you ever said anything like that? So, <laughs> I love. I'm hungry. Give me some milk. Is so funny. I feel like you might say that. I would do a move like this. I have done a move no like pun this. Intended. Move. Move. <laughs> this is funny to me because it's not something you do without knowing. There's joke time sex right. and there's non-joke time sex. Right. I feel like, I mean, like sex should be playful. It should be playful, but right. like you got to have, everyone's got to yeah. come first there's before we can not be sexy. Yeah. You can't tell like a really terrible joke like. No. Like before. It can't it be in the, in the throes yeah. of like taking off the bra. The bra should have been off six <laughs> hours ago to make this joke. Right. This is about or time. Or make it after. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I will do the thing. Is this you? No, this isn't me. <laughs> but I'll do the thing where I'll, like, lay in a girl's arms, and I'll be next to the nip, and then I'll, like, suck on it like a baby as a joke. Okay. Is that different than... It's different because we've already had sex. We're naked. I'm sitting, and I'll look up and smile. Like you're a baby? Like a baby. <laughs> and I'll go. Oh, my God. As a joke. And it's a joke. <laughs> do they usually like it? It gets a laugh. Also, do you do this to many people or just like once? I've done this recently. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> where I'll turn over and go, and then just as a joke. But okay. sex had already happened. It's the weird thing. What you don't know is that one day down the line, she's going to have a Writing real baby. Writing into this podcast. She's going to have a real baby. <laughs> and she's going to like think about that as she's breastfeeding think it. Think of my face on and the baby. She'll either laugh or cry. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, a, to yeah. me, this is a uh, an issue of timing. Right. This works. He couldn't read the situation well. He didn't read it well. Because this work. there is joke time sex stuff that yeah. I... Am I full proponent? I think that, yeah, I'm fine with that, especially like, you know what I mean? If you have like a fun, playful relationship, that's very, that's like a good thing. I mean, I'm a guy who told a story on this podcast. I think of me taking my feet, putting it on the bed, the bed frame behind me and farting yes. in front of the girl. So you're clearly okay with this, yeah. But I'm okay with Give the joke. I'm okay with the joke, but I think you have to, you know, listen, comedy timing. You can't say, mm, right. "Give me some." I'm yeah. hungry. Give you me some milk. You could say that if you saw you if you saw you changing at the other side of the room and he got a glimpse. Yeah, it's all about. Like, yeah. It's like creepy versus hot. 
Right. Like, it's if you think they're timing. hot, timing it's all time. context. Yeah. Like, if a guy did this to you, could there be a right time for it? Yeah. 100%. Totally. Yeah. It's like when you're not literally in the actual throes of sex. It is funny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's stupid funny. It's yeah. like, it's not the, well, it's not like a clever witty pun but like it's it's kind of funny it's, it's play, the baby right, yeah. it's doing the baby suck right it's fun it's funny like in the right you have to again you have to you have to be good at feeling out the situation this guy might not be a comedian no he yeah. can't really He's definitely not decide <laughs> yeah he didn't know the timing what yeah. would you call it the milkmaid 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 um, lactose lactose intolerant <laughs> that's good <laughs> um I'd call it the, uh, I don't know. I'm hungry. Give me some milk. The toddler. Baby. <laughs> Baby suck. Yeah. Okay. The bad timing. Bad timer. The bad timer. Bad times. Got milk. That's good. Got milk. Got milk. That's quick. I like it. Yeah. Let's do some emails. Let's do some emails. I'm, I'm reading all the emails because Jared is, uh, your voice is not. Because <coughs> I'm a degenerate idiot who what screamed at college kids all week. For, yeah. Yeah, if you guys can watch How Low Will You Go, that'd be nice. Yeah, I mean, that show wouldn't have the same pull if you were just talking like normally. No, no, no. Like, I, could you please? I, I'm an animal. Yeah, yeah, could you please shave your, <laughs> shave your head? Please. I would, pre- I would appreciate it. I have somewhere else to be soon. If you search How Low <laughs> Will You Go on the Discover page on Snapchat, there's like five episodes. They're ridiculous. It's very, very funny show. Check it <laughs> Thank out. Thank you. Emails. Let's do some. Uh, what's up, Betches? I'm 25 years old, and I truly believe I found my match. <gasps> Jared is skeptical already. Very. We've been dating for six months, and he's met my immediate family. There's eight of us, and everyone loves him. As you know, the holidays are around the corner, and I definitely want to bring him to Thanksgiving and Christmas. However, there's just one thing. His table etiquette. Growing up, my parents were always very adamant about having good table etiquette. No elbows on the table. True with Mabel, your mouth closed. Mabel, Mabel, <laughs> elbow on the table. That was my grandmother would always Did say. say that? Mabel, Mabel, elbows off the table. Very yeah. refined. Very. Uh, Jared's life was inspired by Downton Abbey. That's... <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> chew with your mouth closed, napkin on your lap, etc. He's never puts his nap. He never puts his napkins on his lap. Big issue. Every bite he takes, his teeth slide on the fork and make a noise. Oh, come on. One of my biggest pet peeves. And he has both hands around his plate at all times, like he's hovering over his meal. I oh <laughs> my is God. a caveman. I Where tried to do some ball busting, like Jared usually suggests, about the napkin, and he jokingly argued against it, saying the napkin always falls on the ground, and we just lap it off. Oh, my God. I don't think he took it very seriously. My extended family is very close and are pretty protective when it comes to newcomers. We always get together for barbecues, birthdays, holidays, etc. And I just want things to go well and for them to have a great first impression, especially since this is the first guy I've ever brought around and truly believe we have a future. How do I handle this situation without seeming naggy? Sincerely, food for thought. This is like, to me, this is one of the worst things you could have this is the worst situation that could ever happen to a person red flag deal breaker red flag this might be a deal breaker you're out if it's girl i mean if a girl does it it's a little different if a girl if, you, if a girl listen is I, if you if can't hold your fork the right way yeah. i get like i have like a a thing well here that was such a big me, deal like i would be yeah. yelled at like beaten if you didn't use your fork right <laughs> i come from the jungle a little bit so i've got okay. some like weird habits so i think sure. i'm a little more forgiving of that okay um, just cause I was, uh, you know, I've, I think I've said this, I have seven siblings 
eight siblings depending on so they throw eight, right. they throw a chicken yeah. thigh into the middle of the table and everyone yeah it's yeah, like yeah. a very it's a kind of a free-for-all <laughs> thing when you have that many kids you're not really as focused on table sure. as much as you are like you know like are they setting the house on fire understandable right so i think i'm personally a little more forgiving of that kind of thing but i think this is less about the actual thing and more about like are they their thoughts on it like are they embarrassed of it or are they trying to get better? like me whenever i make one of those faux pas i get very insecure about it okay because i'm like oh i did all this thing this thing that everyone knows to do like i didn't know to do it and i try to like correct myself and act normally this guy seems like kind of he thinks it's funny and he's into it or he's saying it's funny when he's really embarrassed and he won't change it as a point of pride right well that that's more of the deal breaker type it seems like that's the case when he laughs Napkin on the lap. That's pretty standard. Even I do that one. That's pretty. To look at it and go, well, it always falls off. Yeah, but you got to put your napkin on it. Like, right. what are like, we doing? Like, yeah, here? that's a good joke, but also just yeah. put it on your lap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Right. Uh, put yeah. the fuck there. Right. It's like someone who does things that are like very weird is like funny for a second, but then you're like, but actually just like correct yourself. Just Because I just told you what to do. Yeah. I don't know how she doesn't sound naggy because she's going to have to. I don't know. I feel like you would have been into it because you were like like the crazy girls who were like smoking and smoking and eating corn weirdly and <laughs> different doing all that shit. Free. Uh, what are the something in the streets? Lady free, in the streets. Freaking, freaking the, the sheets. sheets. This is a very big difference. Okay. So, to me, this is so tough because it could be the pride version, and there's no way to not sound like you think you're better than him. Right. Or like you're like a pretentious bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would sound, uh, I would sound awful if right. I said this to a girl. I think I you dating. could kind of just blame it on your parents a little bit. I think you could say like, listen, like, you know, I, she, like my parents are like kind of annoying about this, this kind of thing. And I think he'd probably prefer you say that before he meets them than after. And just say that they're like, they're a little annoying when it comes to like table manners. They'll yeah. be like a little on you for like any, they're on, they're, they've always been on me and it's kind of annoying, but like, I just kind of deal with it and I just try extra hard around them. Here's my thing. The, you have to, this is a choose your battles situation. Okay. So first of all, I don't like that. She's already like, I want him to come over for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Doesn't he have his own fucking family? When do you got to go? No, he was raised by wolves. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> well, I'm saying the the holiday split mm-hmm. with couples is always something that I'm fearful of getting into. That's why you stay out of relationships so you this don't have to deal with going to someone else's Nothing house Nothing seems worse than being full on Thanksgiving at not someone my own house. house. Okay. Having to fart on Thanksgiving... At an away game? Okay. Are you fucking kidding me? I spend days in the toilet on Thanksgiving. Well, eventually you become comfortable enough with that family that you can just do whatever you want. Can you? Is that the case? I think so. Like, don't your parents, do they not go to each other's families? No. Fuck those. No. They only come to you. Everyone comes well, to you. I'm, my mom isn't in the shitter all Thanksgiving. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just saying, like, eventually, like, you have, like. Yeah, but I only the, saw I them at the end. I don't think your mom is, like, super, like, nervous every time she goes no. to her dad's parents' house these no, days. No, but I'm saying I saw it later in life. Right. The beginning. Yeah, there's always, it's just, just like with anything. Like, I don't like to start a new job because I don't know where the bathroom is. Like, you just fucking figure it out. <laughs> where are you, what are you going to do for the holidays this year? You got a boyfriend. What's going to happen? 
um thanksgiving we go to our own parents we're not like married we could go to we could separate okay. for a day okay <laughs> then, okay. Uh, lucky for but him this girl's six months in lucky for him he's dating a jew and i can go to him for christmas i got so nothing you're going, to do you're yeah. going there for christmas yeah see this is a that's the best part of dating with the outside of your religion that's okay yeah you get <laughs> extra holidays yeah you get them all you get them all everyone everyone gets the, the, the entirety of their holidays i would nothing i want to do less than be celebrating christmas really i've, I've always had this i've thought. always wanted to celebrate christmas really I'm like, i love it yeah i have this thought about christmas where i'm like all i do is feel lucky that i don't have to do anything okay like the idea that other people have to do shit must be how all the Christians feel on Yom Kippur. Exactly. Right. Nothing feels better to me. But back to her email. She, the napkin thing is too small. So you can't point out the napkin because it wasn't big enough deal for him. If there's a, the hovering over the plate, mm-hmm. that's one that you, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. My parents would look at well, go, what to, the fuck is going on? Here's the thing. Just like we said before, like everything is about like your needs, right? So like to him, this isn't a big deal. Mm. To you, it is. So it's really like if things are bo- big deal to, to, to one person, not the other, but the other person like, and it's not so, they're not so against it. The other person either yeah. has to like hey, change a little to help you with your weird <laughs> shit. It's like the texting thing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like with the texting shit. It's like, yeah, like, this guy, you might think it's like ridiculous for someone to expect a text back in an hour. But eventually, like if I like someone, I'm just going to like adjust my behavior to make them a little happy. Yeah. He might think it's ridiculous to have to keep your napkin on your lap for the entire dinner. But you know what? Eventually, if he gives a shit about you, he's just going to do it because it makes you happy. I got an idea. I got an idea. This is going to sound ridiculous. It's There's no good way for her to say to him, stop being a fucking slob. I think she's blaming our parents. You think she says... Hey, we're going to my parents for Thanksgiving. I want you to come over. But just so you know, they're the most like strict table manners people ever. It's ridiculous. That's what you, this yeah. is the speech she gives. That's what I would say. It's ridiculous. Um, I know it's so crazy, but like try to just keep an eye on your things and follow my lead. Yeah. Is that what you, is that yeah, the speech? That's essentially what I would say. I like that idea. That's yeah. that's idea number one. Also, I think parents, when they're meeting someone, <coughs> more than actually any specific thing, give a shit that the person seems like they're trying. Yes. That's really above all else. Like the person seems like they care what they think. Hey, Even I if they're you, doing oh, the wrong thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe you brought the wrong wine, but the fact that you like cared enough to bring something is like more Hey, I know you don't care about the napkin, but my parents would care about that. Right. So I just want to let you know, can you f- please follow my lead when we eat dinner? Right. Because you look like Gollum. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings. I, you know, my, I don't care. But. You know, I don't care. Here's my second idea. Um, and this is going to sound ridiculous, but I, I like to think outside of the box. Okay. So I, one time I went on a date with a girl. Uh, we were like together for a little while and we did like, they do like food tours of New York. Okay. So you can go with the girl on the food tour of New York. You can find these things. You can find anything in, in major cities that like, they're like datafied learning okay you guys go to an etiquette class okay you don't think he's gonna see past that as a date you say hey that napkin thing i know it was funny but we're going to see my blame it on your parents i'm going to see my parents for thanksgiving i want you to come over they're crazy about etiquette i think we should do an etiquette class together it'll be fun it'll be fun that's another idea 
I think that class is if better someone than asked the paint, you to, someone, paint and wine shit. If someone asked you to do that, what would you say? Would you be offended? I don't think I, I'd be like, that'd be fun. It'd be hilarious. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to Let think me if, someone, if a guy asked me to do that, if they were just I'd like, feel a little pretty woman. I think <laughs> I'd feel a little bit like, oh, like he's like dressing me up for like the proper yeah. people and I'm like an animal, but male, female, it might. Yeah. I, I think other way or if there, if there's something like kind of like cute and rom com about like fixing up your man. Um, when you do that for a girl, it's a little like, this is my like hoe. Yeah. <laughs> like she could look at him and go, dude, you eat like a pig. Right. We're going to an etiquette class as a fun thing. Exactly. I just need you to see how it should be and just you got to go halfway right. i think if you said that to me it would be a different it would be different just double standard wise i just, sure i just think it would right yeah i'm just trying to think of how i would want to be approached i don't think i'd be offended because like it's our he knows he doesn't eat like a normal person right he has to know and if he doesn't yeah. you just yeah. say to him, then you're not with a self-aware person yeah yeah hey do you always hug your plate while you're eating <laughs> Yeah, and if the longer you're with someone, the more you're gonna have to 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 let them know about all of their terrible habits and make fun of them for them. Yeah. So. Hey, do you always eat like you're one of the clumps? <laughs> and Jared is here and just provided you several mean spirited ways yes. to go about it. Hey. <laughs> hey, do you always eat like you're Oliver Twist? <laughs> hey. <laughs> Hey, do you always eat like you're on an episode of My 600 Pound Life? Oh, my God. <laughs> Jared has just provided you with several I got openers. You. you guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their T-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect T-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their T-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless T-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy. They're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while. So the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. 
Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio extract, Clarins multi-active cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While multi-active cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. UUP at Betches.com. I can do this one. You I, want, think, I think I'm Are you sure? I'm I don't mind, I don't mind reading. As you know, I love reading. You are a big reader. <laughs> I'm a 23-year-old girl and I work a full-time job at a very large company. Despite seeing so many people around work on a daily basis, I find it very hard to meet people, especially guys. I really only talk to the people I work with directly, most of whom are drastically older than me. I have a couple close uh, friends at work, but when we hang out outside of work, it's usually just grabbing dinner or something similar. Neither of them really like going out to bars or anything like that. I've tried using basically every app out there in an attempt to meet guys, but I almost never match with any guys I'm interested in. I've even tried Hinge, but guys never respond when I message them. My question is, what should I do? <laughs> this is pretty simple. The apps seem to be failing me, and I don't have people to go out with to try and meet guys, so I'm honestly running out of ideas. What do you think? I think this is a very common issue. It's okay. like, I think that like a lot of people feel frustrated when they're doing, when they feel like they're doing the same thing and not getting any results, but they don't really sure. know what to do to change things. Mm -hmm. And that's really what this question is about. Like, I feel like I'm in a dating rut. I really would like to be in a relationship or be dating someone. And I just, do I have no idea how to get there. Yeah. So I like, uh, you know, it's, um, but it's like a general, it's like a very general question, but I think that a lot of people have it. The one thing I'll say to her about the hinge thing and the dating app thing is you're going to meet more failure on dating apps, just generally. Right. Well, it's a numbers thing. You have more you try. The yeah, you're putting yeah. yourself out there, right. but you're putting yourself out there um, passively, so you almost feel like you shouldn't be turned down as much. Like going on a dating app is a passive trying. Right. Yeah. You're not leaving the house. Right. You're in sweats. It's not like you're actively trying. You're passively trying. Right. But you are trying. So you're going to hit a lot of more no's. Right. Even without realizing that those no's are coming. So just take some solace in the idea that you're not going to have all yeses on dating apps. It's just not the way it right. works. It's kind of the, the idea also that like everyone's a failure till they're not. Yeah. Totally. Like that's with anything. It's like you're going to get rejected a lot. You're going to things are not mm -hmm. going to work out a lot. But really, like if you're looking for a relationship, like it only has to work out one time and then it will. And it is, like you said, kind of a numbers game. Yeah. And it's going to go badly more than it's going to go well. Yeah. And so don't let the not I see getting, how that gets disheartening. Of right? course. Yeah. Um, there, there's two things to that. Delete the app. Take some time off. Totally mm -hmm. fine. Nothing to be embarrassed about. You can always come back. But I feel like she doesn't want to take time off. She wants to like, well, she wants to date someone. I think also what she's running into, and this happens to a lot of women, I feel like more than, I've never felt this, but I've heard this from other women, is they see other women with great office culture. Okay. Like I could see someone seeing videos. Like more of the social. Yeah. yeah. So I could see someone seeing videos of the Betches crew. Like when I see you guys go out, you guys go out together. Like there's yeah. a, people at this office hang. Right. So I see, and I could see someone who works in an office that's a little more buttoned up. Corporate. Yeah. More corporate. 
not having that experience and being like, well, I must be fucking up here. But you're not. You don't have to be friends with everyone you work with. Not everyone has that relationship with the people that work with. Just because yours is different doesn't mean it's bad. I'm just trying. This is more encouraging. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying to her, like, your work friends might not be the answer. Yeah. I think it's probably like you get frustrated probably if there's no one for you to feel like you can go out with. Sure. And meet people organically with, but the apps aren't really working for you. So you're kind of like, well, if I can't meet people in person and I can't meet people on the apps, like... What am I? What do I have to do to like change my situation here? She needs a roommate. Yeah, or someone. She needs to meet friends of friends. I think everything starts with your friends, and right. then goes outward from there. Yeah, and you can meet people by doing things that you're interested in. I know you hate organized intramural sports. I, <laughs> I don't hate it. I just you know there's a certain type. Of you know what I mean? Yeah. Anything that you're just a certain guy, it's just a certain kind of person that yeah, I never yeah, ever yeah, want to speak to. It's not that I no hate no no, it. but I I do understand, but I do think like this that's girl, why people do that kind of shit though is really to meet people. It's less about the sport. I think it's more like I like wanna get. But I, but I think we start with dating. We start too far out. Okay. And what she's saying is a reality. She goes to work all day. She comes home. She wants to go out with the work people. They're not looking to go out. Then she's not meeting guys. So she's just stuck at home and the apps aren't working. So, right. But you're looking two ro- rungs out on, on, on the, uh, like you're looking too. Too far out. Too saying. far out. Okay. Let's look at your core group. Who are your best friends? Okay, and right. I'm not saying this to make her sad or anything. Cause she <laughs> might be, <laughs> she might be sitting at home going, "What yeah. <laughs> friends?" Right. But you went to college. Well, you work at a big company. You went to high school. You went to college. When I moved to New York, I didn't, I didn't necessarily have all my best friends in New York. I went back. To, you know, some of my high school friends just popped up and became friendly with again. Right. So, and I think the most the people I want to date are the people that have that core group. Right. And if you don't have that core group, reach like, out to people. Right. Reach out to people, like find a group of people that you're compatible with. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I'm people want to date people also who aren't just like their only thing that they're doing is looking for them. Yes. They want to date people who already like have like a fulfilling life and do have stuff that they're interested in, have people that they hang out with. So even if you don't think someone could necessarily bring you lead you to a man like yeah. it's good to just cultivate you never know where that person could lead you they could lead you to a new interesting hobby that you have that you meet someone with totally. tangentially through that and again like it's hard to not have the goal and i remember being single and kind of going to a lot of things and a lot of events kind of being like always like thinking about it in terms of like who i might meet there yeah um got like date wise when that's really like not the best way to go about it no. it's like that that kind of thing happens when you're already enjoying your life as it is and you can feel that as a guy when a girl's just like on the dating scene. Right. So, but that's why these, like, I think like, it's like when someone's like, how do I get abs? And they're obese. <laughs> <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta, we got other shit to work on here. Yeah. So like start for her, small, small hop practices. Let, let's yeah. start with a small practice, which to me, if it were me and I was out there being like, I would go to my best friend in the world, whoever that person is. And you say to them, and they might be in a different city. I would say to them, do you know anyone in the city? I need to make some friends here. Right. And that's a tough thing to say sometimes, but, and then go on some friend dates. Yeah. Hey, um, say to your friend, be like, hey, can you give me their number? I'm going to reach out so we can get drinks. I'm looking for new people to meet in this city. Yeah. And you don't have to say it's necessarily like, this is so I can like make a new friend. You could say like, oh, I have this interesting thing that like, 
this person might be interested in too. Like it's like almost like a networking thing under the guise of making a new friend. Yeah, and and if your friends are friends with them, they're more likely to be friends with them too. Right. And this you gotta work like, on the friend thing first, and then the guy this is thing what I'm saying. Right. This this yeah. is what I'm saying. I always believe that if you have fun with your friends, fun will find you. Right. Or if you have fun, if you have a fulfilling life, like the, sure. the relationship part will kind of like naturally happen because you're doing things and like you're meeting people by being out in the world. But if your sole goal is to just go out and like find someone to be with, that's not going to yeah. be appealing to the other person is these, to like, is to, when you need them to complete you. These are easier things to say than do. Right. I, of course, you know, yeah. advice is easy to give. It's harder to take. So I understand with this, there might be a thousand people listening to this going, fuck off <laughs> heard this from my mom right. but i'm also saying it starts with like you know like when i do stand up when i first started i got uh bill burr gives advice where he says get a new minute a week mm-hmm. that was the advice like have a new minute of material every week and yeah, you gotta i start small yeah and i lived by that for a long time i still live by that so if you live by that you have 52 minutes a year you have a new right. hour a year yeah so and we, you know, in the beginning, it's a bad hour, but maybe you, out of that 52 minutes, 20 of it works out. So like when you break it down to that, right. it becomes a little easier. When you break it down to, let's find a new friend. Yeah. A tiny little, little habit that will, that will change that. I mean, yeah, it's really just about like doing, like you said, like a small thing that takes you out of your comfort zone. Because if you're doing the same shit that you're always doing, you're never going to grow. Never. And nothing's ever going to change. Like you have to feel a little uncomfortable in order for things to get to get better. That's just sort of like a fact of life. Like you're never going to get abs if you feel like if the discomfort of running is just too much for you. Yeah, it's just <laughs> not. Yeah, it's just. And I just know that like the friends I've made have led to other friends who have led to like relationships I've been in. Right. So, I mean, it's all about expanding your network. It seems like an easy answer, but like, cause her, she has an easy question. Yeah. I'm at a large company. What do I do? And it's like, maybe the people, I mean, it's, yeah, it's easy to give this advice. It's very hard to take it, but really there's but no like easy fix for it other than just making yourself a little uncomfortable and doing something that doesn't feel supernatural to you immediately. Because then you, the other thing you can do is like, Hey, you know, we're coming up on holiday time. There's like, different holiday events that go on like there's a thing like like for jews there's the matzah ball oh yeah we been right? to that? i've never been have you been i haven't been but i've like almost gone a few times it's on christmas eve <laughs> yeah i think I've, I've been in that boat Do you know what i mean where i'm like i'm like on the press someone suggested it yeah. you were like thinking about it but then you just and then you laughed it. at it whatever yeah, right but i'm saying if like something like that where it's christmas eve it's a bunch of people that are similar and they're whatever the, you know, whatever it is. And then you say to your friend's friend, you go, Hey, I'm going to this thing. Come with me. Let's go hang out. Right. And there might be a disaster. Probably will. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that's you try something new. That's why you got to just do things so that like for the sake that you might have fun, regardless of if you meet someone or not, which again is very hard to actually do. But and she signs this losing faith in my love life. So I'm sure she didn't expect us to go make some friends right so i just think that your pro your problem is way that problem will fix itself when it's you're not hanging out right, with right it'll people. come and right there's steps to get to that issue will come after the first step which is like have you ever dated a guy without friends no i don't think so have you with no friends i've dated girls where, where like they were the friends were like made within the year Oh, that's always a bad sign. <laughs> well, we're telling this girl to make new friends. 
<laughs> it's a it, well, no, yeah. I, mean, I mean more like the people who like cycle through friends. sure no yeah this that was the, right. this, you know this I mean? is different right because if you have an old friend that can introduce you to a new friend that's not the big deal right it's the more big like deal is she like, has they have no friends from like their their everyone their, deserted yeah. everyone yeah. was gone right and i was like it was a wasteland and i right. was like oh man well you're just like why do you why can't you maintain a friendship this is exactly. different. You're, you're, if you're with not around people that you like, you're using old friends to get yeah. new friends. This right. is totally different. But I, I, I did have that where I was like, okay, so it's just me and you. <laughs> right. I'm going to be everything yeah. to you and more. <laughs> you know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable. And yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age, and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. All right, let's do it. Okay. Um, red flag or deal breaker? You're on a first date with a stranger that you met on a dating app and find out it's their birthday. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I had this, someone I know did this with Valentine's Day. Like they ask you on Valentine's Day? They had no idea. That's really fun. I had a friend who she was going on a first date and the guy like um, she like suggest she suggested the date not realizing it was Valentine's Day. Yeah. And then he was like, uh, I don't know about that. She was like, oh, never mind. She when she realized it. Was, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a, it's one of those things. The Valentine's Day one is like one of those immature things. Like, what do you think? They're trying to trap you into a Valentine's Day. Like, that's not what happened. They made a mistake. It's just they want to take away the pressure of themselves yeah. just in case like that they're not having to deal with this. If it's their birthday, it's a, this is like. <laughs> that is weird. First date dating app. We're a red flag, but I'm like really close to, to a deal, deal breaker. breaker. Okay. Like, I'm like. I have so many questions that this becomes an interrogation. They better be in like a new city where they, that they moved to last week and they don't know anyone. What if they're like, I hate my birthday. Don't worry about it. I'd have to worry about it. Why? Well, yeah, I need to know why. Like what traumatic childhood. What happened on your birthday? No, I just don't like celebrating. I hate. I agree. It's not a deal breaker. Makes me depressed. It's not a deal breaker, but I would be like. I would just be like, do you have any friends? Like, well, this is back to yeah, the friend thing. Right. Like, do you get this them? This can't a, be like the best thing that could happen on your birthday. Do you get them a piece of cake with a candle in it when they go to the bathroom? Depends how the date's going. Even if it's go, depends how the date's going. Yeah. But if I sit down and five, this is a date, this is a dating app person. I've, they're a stranger. 
The date sucks. Hey, I'm not getting them shit. The, I'm leaving. <laughs> I guess how does it come up? Like, I'd be like, it'd be like, how was your day? Did you come from work? Well, like, it's yeah. been my birthday, so I took the day off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I took the day off for my birthday. And you know, I'm not really a big birthday person, but you know, we had this date set up, and I didn't even think about it. I I think it'd be a red flag. I'd be like, okay, this person isn't like annoying about. Th- I guess that's better than them being like. What if they're like, it's my birthday. Like, can we, do you mind? Like I brought my crown. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> Both can't be true. <laughs> I'm going to wear this tiara the whole meal. Yeah. It's my birth month. What if a girl just sat down? It wasn't her birthday, but she was like, yeah, it's my birth month. Uh, deal breaker. <laughs> deal breaker. Do I maintenance? You don't, you know, no, you don't get the same amount of time for your birthday as cancer awareness yeah <laughs> those are not equal so you're i'm red flag I'm if red the flag, circumstances I'm, are fine if it's it changes the day for me right because i'm like who what where where why right when why explain you know, like, yourself yeah give me would you say that would you say like, explain yourself why yes you're here? tell me what the fuck's going on they were just like the jared freed asked me on a date i had to go <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case things have gone this podcast has grown in a way that i can't understand right Okay. You're on a third date with your Bumble match and you're doing Netflix to chill at your apartment. And he gets up and says, I got to take a shit and goes to your bathroom and leaves you on the couch with the TV on pause. No background noise, just silence. And you hear everything. Okay. So <laughs> this is obviously written. Is this in. about me? <laughs> this is written in. Did you do this? Someone write this about me? Did you have you done this? I've been closer to this than not this. Have you ever said in the early date, I've no, got to take a shit? No, but I've been on an early date and my line is always, boy, the line for the bathroom was really long. <laughs> <laughs> I would believe, I wouldn't even think that was a joke. I would just be like, okay. In your apartment? Oh, not, oh in the apartment, <laughs> that makes sense. Sorry, the line was Gotta really long. Got some poopery in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You hear everything. That sounds like a... This guy well, obviously I'd doesn't... Well, I'd be flushing he while it ha- You'd hear yeah, flush. Yeah, you gotta put on... I just put on the... You'd have to put on the sink. You just leave the sink on. So I hear the sink just go on yeah. from minute one to minute That's ten? That's better than hearing the other stuff. I'd be... What i do is if you were, if you were in the other room, you just hear... Okay. I think this real question is not like someone takes a shit in your apartment on the third date. It's someone says, I've got to take a shit. And then does it. That's really like more of the thing. It's like, it's sure. not, that's not like the openness with, with the openness, with no like vague humility. It's <laughs> someone was just like, Listen, I'm like, closer I gotta, to this. I gotta be honest. Like as I don't, sad as it sounds, I'm, got clo- <laughs> I'm closer to this than that. So if a girl did this, what if a girl did this? <laughs> She's at your apartment. I got to take a shit. You're in the, yeah. You're watching a movie. She says, she announces, I've got to take a shit. This she is goes one of those weird things. That I'm like, boy, this girl is open. You're into it or you're not into it? I'm like, good for her. You're, fi- you're fine. I'm fine with it. I don't get how you're like into that. But when it comes to the bad table manners, you're like, eats with their elbows on the table. Like, bye. Because but like, one what if they said, it, what if they, in the middle of meeting your parents, the girl said, I got to take a shit and goes to the. Totally different. <laughs> totally different. Is it? What? Yes. Alone, it's like cute. With everyone else, it's like, are you trying to embarrass me in front of everyone that I know? <laughs> like, okay. you know, aren't there two different things? Yeah, I guess. But you said you'd be fine with that, like, 
with the, you're you're not really okay with the bad table manners thing alone though are you no because it would become a problem in front of other people right well if they're saying this in front bad of you they're not going to ma- not say this on a double date but bad table manners become bad table manners in front of other people i gotta take a shit you could not be that person you're more likely to be that person in front of other people more likely but not guaranteed guaranteed I think I'm just red flag, but like I would be like, would you laugh? I'd be like, well, thank you for the heads up, I guess. I don't know. I guess it depends what movie you're watching too. It would depend on a lot. Here's the thing. It's also like one of those things. If I'm really into them, I'll be like. That's the cutest thing I've ever heard. So adorable. He's so. That means he likes me. He likes me so much that he can just tell me these things. No, I think I would think that that is like. I actually think guys are disgusting, right? I think sure. like if they're holding in their disgustingness for a little bit. I'm a little bit flattered. I'm like, you care. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. trying. Sure. It's like, you, you made an I mean? effort. I think there is a sense of like, you don't want to date the person who's completely shameless. You want them to have some sense of like trying to impress you in some way. Sure. You want to be themselves, but also like a little bit more of a buttoned up version yeah, of that, yeah, yeah, at yeah. least in the beginning. No one wants to date a complete animal. You want a fart to slip out, not be pushed exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah, I understand If that. they did that, I'm fine with it. I'm going to be perfect, but like, I need you to like, try at yeah. least by on date three. I need you to try. Cause date if you're not, three, tr- if you're date done trying early for this, if you're done trying by date three by like six months in, you are going to be like repulsive. <laughs> wow. How gross can someone get? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Got to take a shit. Do you tell me? <laughs> I know. I guess I wouldn't know. All right. Um, Last one. So they, we asked for realistic de- uh, red flag. We want these breakers. realistic. Yeah. yeah. This Which, is a good one. She said, what if the person has $200,000 in student loans? This is the longest silence This is when this podcast gets snobby. Right. Uh-huh. You're out? Uh, red flag. No, I'm not out. I think for me, it's less about the loans and more about their like repayment plan. Sure. If you got a plan, are you, on, are you doing it? Yeah. If are you, you got a plan, like I'm fine with it. If you got like I'm pay, yeah. If you got, what if they got two hundred thousand dollars of loans and they are like, nah, I'm gonna be be painting. I'm a painter. And I'd be like, well, what are you? Are you just fine with not being able to pay? This I'm just off? gonna live as a painter. Um, I got this loft. I'm an apprentice to a better painter. And uh, yeah, this is what I do. I'm an artist. So this is how we live. And you're just fine with having all those loans. I don't live by the monetary life. No, I'm that out. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. It. You had me, and I don't live by monetary. Whatever. I don't no, live by the standards yeah. the of society. Lo- the loans themselves are not the deal breaker. The approach to the. The, it's more about like, do I, I don't want to date someone who has no plan and no sense of financial mm. responsibility. No one would say deal breaker to this. We'll all 100%. deal with someone, red flag. Right. All yeah. of us will deal with someone, 200,000 of student loans. Let's say 40,000 of credit card debt. Like that's their fault? <laughs> it's them. Right. Again, I want to know, like, I need context. Like, How to get like, there. What, yeah, what happened? Like, first of all, what happened? Second sure. of all, like, what's your plan for dealing with this? If it's like, the what happened is that I just, like, didn't realize spending so much money out. Like, credit card debt is a, a different animal. Right. Because if you're spending, like if the person's spending frivolously while having the credit card debt, you're like, well, this is like, we have an, we have right. an issue. Student here. debt is different because that's like not. Listen, you, uh, no one's you going invest- crazy on student debt. No. Right? And, you, 
Well, you invested. I just had that crazy few semesters. I just needed to learn more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got an extra, <laughs> extra econ major. Yeah, but I, student debt is also like you're investing in your future. Right. If a credit card debt based, if you're living a high lifestyle while also having credit card debt. I think that would just be like a difference in values. So I think it would be a deal breaker. Yeah. Unless, of course, it was like, it was like a very contained thing. Like this period of my life, like I lost my job. Sure. So I had to pay for all this stuff. And now I have a plan. I have a job. And well, I'm this is like all these, yeah. like all these things. It's like, right. How's the, the story back it up? The thing in itself is not um, yeah. a deal breaker. It's more like your attitude about the thing. And that has to do with like almost all of these, I guess. Yeah. Except for the whole, I, I like, like what, what, what would be the reason for saying I got to take a shit though? There are. There's no good reason. What if they that. have what if they have lactose intolerance and you guys had pizza? They can't they just go to the bathroom? They don't have to announce that's it. That's what I'm saying. Like it's really the that's what I'm saying. That's the trying thing. Like sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. You don't have to make an announcement though. That almost shows like I don't really give a shit what you think. It would be funny to me if a girl did it. Okay. If a girl was like, I gotta take a shit and then just went in the bathroom, I'd be like, <gasps> That's my wife. You see hearts around my head. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our show. I like that a realistic one. Keep sending that those games. Keep sending UUP at Betches.com. We got some new stuff that we're going to do. Should we push it for next step? Should we have people send in there? Yeah. Send in, you guys, send. We want to do a thing where we break down like traditional rom-coms. Yes. So let us know which one you want us to do. Send in a question about a romantic comedy that you love. Yes. And asking if a certain part is realistic or not. If this would ever, if a guy would ever do this, if a guy or girl would ever do this, yeah, I love this rom com. This scene, I've never thought it was realistic, or I wasn't sure if it was realistic or not. What do you guys right. think? And make it a rom com that's not so obscure that we wouldn't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, you know, come on, you know the ones exactly. We'll be back next episode. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now only on Netflix. Betches.